Empower Radio presents The Dr. Julie Show, All Things Connected. Break through the illusion of separation, explore the infinite field of possibility, and make connections that inspire. Now, here's your host, Dr. Julie Kroll. Hello and welcome everyone. You're listening to the Dr. Julie Show, All Things Connected. Each week we gather right here to make connections that break through the illusion of separation. And that illusion that, remember the mind-body one? The illusion that our mind is separate from our body, which is separate from our spirit, that illusion has been around for centuries as the science of medicine has continued to evolve. And you know, at the turn of the 20th century, Edgar Cayce said, the spirit is life, the mind is the builder, and the physical is the result. Yet, little has changed in the science of medicine since then, and even though advances in alternative and complementary medicine have changed how we view our health and our bodies, medicine is just now, maybe hopefully, especially after this talk today you're going to hear, maybe catching up. Our guest today is a Western-trained physician and surgeon who's been offering women a different way of viewing their health and bodies for decades. She says our current medical system treats symptoms as inconveniences to be masked with drugs or eliminated with surgery. But that's like putting duct tape over the check engine light on your dashboard instead of looking under the hood to see what the engine needs. I love that. She's expanded this important message in a new book where you will learn how to live in the flow, truly feel your best, and have physical and emotional health and a robust spiritual life. How? She says to live an easy life, you have to align with the divine part of yourself. When we acknowledge the deep connection between our beliefs and our biology and start to tune in to the divine part of ourselves, it's a whole new ball game. And the first step is truly making our lives easy. I invite you to take a few deep breaths, bring your awareness into this moment, open your mind, connect with your heart, and settle into your essential wholeness as I introduce our guest. Dr. Christiane Northrup, board-certified OBGYN, former assistant clinical professor at Maine Medical Center, and New York Times best-selling author, is a visionary pioneer and the foremost authority on everything that can go right with the female body. Dr. Northrup is a leading prominent of, excuse me, proponent of medicine that acknowledges the unity of mind, body, emotions, and spirit. Internationally known for her empowering approach to women's health and wellness, she teaches women how to thrive at every stage of life. And I'm so happy to have her back on our show. Welcome back, Dr. Northrup. Why, thank you. How fun to be here. I love the introduction. And reminds me of why I wrote the book. <laughs> mm, yes. And also, it's, it is so true that the, the medical system that we have right now and all of the politics about national health care and what insurance pays for and what it doesn't, hasn't changed much at all in the time that 
I've been out here on the on the front line. So what I would say to people is get the highest possible deductible that you can afford, give up the notion that the medical system will save you unless you're hit by a bus, and tune in to your own power. Because those of us who know this, uh, like me, really don't spend a whole lot of time going to doctors. We pretty much know what you get there. And what you get there is uh, a lot of prescriptions and a lot of... um, rhetoric about biochemistry and, and why a headache is a, an aspirin deficiency or Treximet if you've got a migraine and you want to pay $300 a pill. Mm. <laughs> I love this opening statement from you. I have to tell you, it's healthcare enrollment time right now in the U.S. And my husband sells insurance. And we've been having this conversation a lot. And, you know, he and I really don't spend money in the healthcare system. Now, I did break my leg two years ago. And of course, we met our deductibles and and spent a lot of time just in, in the recovery and, and rehabilitation of that. But, but I can't agree with you more. So I'm really looking forward to this conversation and to really help our listeners go deeper into what this medical doctor is telling us about medicine. So this is really important. But I do have this traditional question and I know you've answered it here but now you have this new book and so right. I'm really looking forward to hearing um, your response to this question in um, in relationship to this new book because it's it's just really important so Dr. Northrup what does all things connected mean to you today oh it, it means that as, as I feel this there is a a huge influx of light onto the planet right now. Mm. And I heard something really interesting uh, that has resonated with me. So I kind of, I just take these things and go with it. A teacher named Matt Kahn, a metaphysical teacher, Mm -hmm. said that in 2015, we went through a portal of consciousness in which those people living in fifth-dimensional reality uh, had, had increased to a critical mass. It's called the tipping point by Malcolm Gladwell. And what is fifth-dimension reality? This is an easy one. I kind of loved hearing it. It is when your personal will is aligned with divine will. It, it's... Um, you know, I will that thy will be my will. Like you've finally figured it out. We're in a free will universe. And though you could go out and rape and pillage and and smoke a lot of dope and drink and uh, eat too much sugar, you've just finally figured out that that is not a good idea, even though it's a free will universe. So in 2015, the dark forces, as it were, realized that the gig is up. Like, we're all going to be reaching this time of light on the planet, and the free will of darkness isn't going to hold sway like it has for the past 5,000 years. So it is, therefore, pulling out all the stops to get us as afraid as we can possibly get, as angry as we can possibly get, 
because our anger and fear fuels the dark forces. So when you understand this and you align with divine will, divine light, and bring in some angelic help, suddenly, suddenly, your consciousness, you and me here today, Julie, are doing something that will uplift the people in um, South America, in China, in Africa. It's almost like when you see, when you're flying uh, at night and you see the light all over the planet, it is as though those of us who have now raised our vibration to even be having this conversation are realizing how much we help each other by saying these things, by talking about this stuff, by aligning together and turning off, turning off the dial on the mainstream media. That And I wanted, this is sort of one of my favorite things. I read on Joe Mercola's website a wonderful article on why and how the mainstream media got it so wrong about the current election. Now, here's the cool part of that. They were so wrong <laughs> that it says to me, then why even read it? Why read anything now from the mainstream mm. media? Because I know how long it takes for the kind of things that I've been saying to be accepted by the mainstream media. I had a miracle happen this week. Uh, someone at Harvard Medical School asked me to come and speak because they're trying to create a more relevant curriculum or something. Now, you know, I don't care anymore if... Harvard accepts me or doesn't accept me. I spent a lot, a lot, a lot of years just trying to not have my license taken away. At this point, I wrote Making Life Easy because I now realize that our power is inside us. It is not in the institutions to which we have given power all these years. I think about the amount of money that students are spending on private education, 50000 60000 a year, are they getting their money's worth? We've given, I look at parents every spring where they're going through, oh, my God, will my daughter or son get into a good college? We now know chances are pretty good. It doesn't really matter the way it used to matter. Mm. Homeschooling is taking off. Um, holistic medicine is taking off. Concierge practices where you pay a functional medicine doc a certain amount per year and then you can get the medicine you like is taking off. Really, why would any healer want to work in a system driven by what insurance will pay? If you look over the past 10 years, 20 years, Doctors' salaries haven't raised at all. What's happened is that we have this whole uh, administrators, medical administrators, hospital administrators. Our local hospital is set to spend $570 million on an expansion. They're not increasing a single bed. They're just making the experience nicer. While I think that's lovely to make the experience nicer, 
I would prefer to make my daily life nicer through massage, acupuncture, prayer, divine love petitions, um, dancing, potluck dinners, organic food. So I never really had to see the inside of Mm. the hospital. And so my book is about aligning with that part of yourself and, and actually asking the divine part of yourself to assist you in releasing your resistance to healing, releasing the belief systems you've inherited probably for generations that leave you powerless, and understanding that your power is in the present moment, just like you had us do the deep breaths as we began. The deep breath actually engages the parasympathetic nervous system, rest and restore, whereas breathing through your mouth and uh, all of that engages the fight or flight nervous system. So that's the gas, and the deep breath is the break. And we're at a time where we all need to put on the brakes and tune in. Mm. You said so much right there that I, you know, like I'm, all my synapses are firing off. I'm just like, yes, 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 yes. I can't wait. Let's, let's talk about more. And the, the amazing thing, Dr. Northrup, is that all of those decades that you spent being the mind-body guru and really teaching us a lot, you were still in probably defensive medicine mode of keeping your license. And now I hear this freedom in your voice and your content, and it's (laughs) so exciting. It's so exciting to hear you, you know, even talk about a portal in 2015 and, and not be afraid to just say, okay, look, we got more light coming onto our planet. So I love this. I love this. What inspired this shift for you to really come into this true voice and and help us all learn more through making life easy? Because it's so true, and I can't wait to get into some of the content. Well, you know, I'm trying to think of exactly what it was. I wrote Goddesses Never Age, and I've also been working with uh, you know, we all, every one of us, has to have a team of light workers that we mm-hmm. consult. Like, this is when you said, what does all things connected mean? Uh, we all, no, almost nobody can figure out what's going on with themselves personally. <laughs> the person mm-hmm. I work with, uh, with my dreams, Doris E. Cohen, uh, Doris is astounding, has an amazing dream guide and was a clinical psychologist for years and very, very skilled. And she said, I can never figure out what's going on with me personally. So we all have those people. And I'm thinking about, I've been doing a dream practice with Doris since 2012 when um, I think Saturn was in Libra or it was just going into Scorpio. And whenever Saturn is on your sun in your astrologic chart, you grow through restriction and limitation. So for all you Sagittarians out there, <laughs> that's what you're in the middle of um, when, when Saturn is on your sun, because uh, Saturn is in the sign of Sagittarius until December 16th next year. And it always turns out to be the best possible thing that ever could have happened, except that when you're going through it, it never feels that way because it's burning away stuff you, you didn't need. 
So I actively, actively, actively have worked with my astrologic chart, with my dreams, with everything. And I think I just got to a point finally. Uh, there's a book that Hay House published in the UK uh, that has the title of it. <laughs> I remember Reed Tracy talking about that book. Um, he said it's done very well. So I got to the point where I didn't really care anymore. But the other thing that was happening is that I began to see the way in which the licensing boards were making it harder and harder and harder. And when I went to renew my license, they had a question, have you ever written a prescription for a family member? And I thought, well, every physician writes prescriptions for their family members, right? You've got a, a daughter in college with a UTI. I mean, everyone does this. And I thought, oh, boy, when they are restricting you to this point, I don't need any part of that anymore. And so at that point, I just didn't even renew my medical license. I said, I'm done. I'm done. I don't want their noose around my neck anymore. And let's also be clear, 64 holistic physicians have been murdered in the past two years. Um, so I just decided I'm going to, I'll step out of there. Plus, if I can be whacked enough to talk about a portal in 2015 and some astrology, chances are they'll leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> well, even bringing astrology in is fascinating. And, you know, and then also this really, um, it's like a universal spirituality that I'm hearing from you. It's it's not so much trying to fit anything into um, a peg or a category of, of religion, but really a lot of spirituality is coming into this book. You're talking about, you know, aligning with divine will. Uh, there's just, it, it's just really exciting. And the thing that I feel is most important is that you're really empowered empowering the readers. You're liberating them from medicine and the constraints of trying to fit ourselves into that, um, that institution. And also the expansiveness of seeing ourselves in uh, the driver's seat. But well, there's that, so much empowerment the here. That's the thing. I find that medicine is... And, and I'm not talking about individual doctors. Individual doctors are often incredibly wonderful people who went into this to become healers. And I just, for instance, on my Facebook page, had a woman say, I read your book in my teenage years. Now I'm a general surgeon, and I can't thank you enough. So what I know from that is here is a woman who every day brings the consciousness of that patient's spirit right into the operating room, just like Dr. Laura Esserman, who is a breast cancer surgeon out in California, who sings to her patients. Mm. This is also happening, and I want people to, to know that. But at the same time, I don't want them to give their power over to medicine. So, for instance, I mean, just in a very concrete way, uh, type 2 diabetes is generally completely reversible. There's a wonderful nephrologist named Jason Fong in Toronto who has his people do 
fasting. Um, he's, as a nephrologist, he sees end-stage kidney disease from type 2 diabetes. That's what he's doing all day long. This is completely preventable, and it's completely related to diet and the food industry that has uh, contributed to the obesity epidemic by uh, back 40, 50, 60 years ago paying researchers to vilify fat and uh, having sugar get off the hook. So we've all been sold a bill of goods about diet, and that has resulted in a global obesity epidemic. And, uh, and even now the American Diabetes Association does not tell people that diabetes is completely reversible. It just wants to help you live better with diabetes. Same with MS. There's so much data that you can reverse MS. We have Ty Bollinger with his wonderful work, uh, The Truth About Cancer, uh, where people uh, from all walks of life are completely curing their, their cancers with different modalities. And then my work with Robert Fritchie, World Service Institute, there's a lot about him in this new book, uh, if you go there, worldserviceinstitute.org, you will see all kinds of testimonials where people have recovered from just about everything using the uber energy of divine love, which is the creator's love, and our spirit is the part of us connected with the creator's divine love. It's a very high power energy that we all have access to. But you've got to you've got to actually release your resistance to it because so many people starting in childhood were talked out of what they knew and what they felt and went to doctors for all kinds of things. I mean, you know, circumcision, why have we been cutting the genitals of baby boys? Well, because the guy who brought us Kellogg's cornflakes actually uh, started circumcision in the United States as a way to prevent masturbation. So these are the kinds of things mm. that I think people need to know instead of blindly going along with, uh, well, doctor's orders. It's like you have to understand medicine in this country right now is run by uh, big pharma in huge ways and big food. So let's not go in there expecting to be told, exercise and change your diet. And, and guess what? The vast majority of people really don't want to hear that. You know, it's like, well, what else you got? I don't want to change anything. <laughs> we have to pray to have the will to change something. Oh, yes. You know, thank you for mentioning that. And I, I do want, we just have a few minutes before break here. But um, talking about big pharma and, and big food and the industry of medicine is so, um, there's, there's a lot for us to look at. It's kind of like our political system right now and everybody's going, holy cow, what just happened? So it's a matter of our, <laughs> what right? What happened matter, is yeah. that we have what's called they're a wild card. And the reason we needed the wild card is the same reason Nikola Tesla came along and gave us electricity, and it's the same reason um, why Albert Einstein came and gave us the quantum physics equation. Sometimes the entire population needs a little electroshock therapy, and we just got it. 
Yeah, there you go. I love that. Thank you. And you know what? There's a lot of, like you mentioned, there's a lot of really compassionate, conscious individuals still in practice in medicine. And we, yes. and we need it. I needed medicine when I broke six bones in my leg. I, oh, listen, I, I was married to an orthopedic surgeon for 24 years. I am, uh, uh, to me, orthopedic surgery and trauma surgery, that's what medicine does best. It's just Mm -hmm. fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. And as a little girl, and just saying this right before break, as a little girl, I had a near-death experience. And of course, then I had this new relationship with the divine, like we're talking about, we're going to talk about this so much more after break. But so I had this big spiritual awakening, right, as a little girl. And yet, um, my body needed to be healed and needed to be saved. And modern allopathic um, medicine, there's, there's, I just can't say enough. We have to learn how to balance this and get our power back and really come back into a balance so we can all grow from here. Okay. I'm enough about that story. Cause I could go on and on and, and, and talk to you about that, but we're going to take a quick break when we come back so much more. We're talking with Dr. Christiane Northrup. She's written a new book, very delightful, called Making Life Easy, a simple guide to a divinely inspired life. Come back and be inspired more. We'll be right back. The Empower Meditation Channel, nonstop meditation music, 24 hours a day in the new Empower Radio app. Music to empower your meditation, help you relax, sleep, or provide a calm background while you work. The Empower Meditation Channel is interruption-free. Listen now with the Empower Radio app, free in the App Store, or listen online at empower.fm. Soothe your soul, calm your mind. The Empower Meditation Channel. This is Namdi Asamoah. I play football for the Philadelphia Eagles, but what I do off the field with United Way might be more important. I'm a volunteer tutor and mentor. Why? Because over a million kids a year drop out of school, and that's not okay. It takes 12 years to create a graduate, but it takes about the same time to create a dropout. And the difference between a child becoming one or the other could be me, or it could be you. Studies show that if we get to these kids earlier, their chances are better. And kids who read well by third grade are more likely to graduate. So join me in United Way. Suit up and take the pledge. Become a volunteer reader, tutor, or mentor. Because when a child succeeds, we all succeed. Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Take the pledge at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way, the Ad Council, and the National Football League. Dave, what are you doing? Just sending a gift to Dave2037. Who? Me in the future. I save a little money from every paycheck as a gift to Dave2037, so he can spend it on things like anti-gravity boots or a hologram Doberman. Something cool like that. I think Dave2037 deserves it. He worked hard. What are you getting Steve2037? I guess I was thinking Steve2037 would just fend for himself. Well, all right, but don't expect to be borrowing my anti-gravity boots. 
You want to have money in your future? You got to start saving now. Putting some money from every paycheck into a savings account or contributing to your 401k can make a big difference later. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. For free ideas and easy ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. Hey, let's just hope Steve 2037 doesn't get his hands on a cold time machine because he is going to come back here and knock some sense into you. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. While cutting molding with a 12-inch dual compound miter saw, while holding a newborn baby in your arms, when face-to-face with a congregation of alligators, with the ball in your hands and the entire freaking season on the line. There are a million places you'd never consider texting. So why would you do it while driving? NASCAR driver Casey Kane here, asking you to please stop the text. And together, we can stop the wrecks. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Get the message at stoptextstoprex.org. Now, back to the Dr. Julie Show. All things connected on Empower Radio. Welcome back. Hey, if you're inspired by our conversation today, I invite you to share it with others and maybe just listen to it again. You can do that by visiting my website, thedrjulieshow.com, where you'll find all the archive links as well as a listing of upcoming guests. Again, that's thedrjulieshow.com. Also, stay connected all week on our Facebook page, All Things Connected with Dr. Julie, where we love to continue the conversation. And I'd love to hear from you. So send me a message. Give me your feedback. Uh, we, we just love to interact and, and continue the conversation. Also, a special invitation. Come play with us. A lot of other global co-creators at goodofthewhole.com. You're interested in the conversation we're having today? Good of the Whole is perfect place to find more. So, again, that's goodofthewhole.com. And we are here today with Dr. Christiane Northrup, and we're talking about her new book, Making Life Easy. You can find so much more with Dr. Northrup at her website, which is drnorthrup.com. And what a delightful conversation, Dr. Northrup, and I, I, I just... I just can go a hundred different directions, but I want to read a quote from your book because I think it's really powerful to kind of set the tone for this next half of our show. And I love where you're going with this. So you write, to live an easy life, you have to align with the divine part of yourself. In fact, you have to let it lead your life. This is not the same as waiting for some kind of divine force outside of you to come swooping in to rescue you from your life. That's not how it works. You have to make an effort to change, but when you align your personal will with divine will, then you can move mountains. And you go on to say, we're here to develop faith. Faith in things that our five senses can't see, touch, hear, or feel, and that our intellect can't prove. I love the whole idea of this and that you're talking so openly about this. So, for our listeners today and to just kind of um, come back to this, what does it mean to, to really align our divine part of ourselves with this divine will? And how do we access this guidance? Right. Okay. Well, many of your listeners have no doubt read or seen the, the movie or the book, The Secret. Mm-hmm. And so that's about the law of attraction. Now, I want to tell you the, uh, the downside of that. We have all those of us who are old souls and spiritually aligned have been led to believe 
that if you just said the right affirmations or you just got the vision board right, then everything that you ever wanted would come your way. And the problem is it does not work that way. And that is because the divine part of ourselves, which is what we were born to express, often has an agenda for us that has very little to do with what our ego thinks Mm. it wants, what our ego thinks will give us fulfillment. So let me give you an example. Um, I was listening to a podcast of the guy who wrote The Velvet Rage. He's a, a gay counselor, and he talked about being in Palm Beach where he was doing some fundraising, or a friend of his was. And the person they were asking for funds said, but I only have $300 million. Now, the mere mortals among us would say $300 million ought to cover it. But, he said, I live in Palm Beach. So when you live here in this kind of a neighborhood, $300 million is nothing compared to the billions that the people around you have. And his point was this. If you're operating solely from the ego, the part of you that thinks it knows, there is no point at which you will be satisfied. The minute you write a New York Times bestseller, you have to write another one. The minute you publish a book, you've got to do another one. The minute you write a Tony Award-winning Broadway play, you've got to write another one. If the ego is in charge, and very often it is the ego that is doing the vision board, I will be happy if the man or the woman of my dreams comes in to fulfill the hole in my heart. And that isn't actually what works. That what works is aligning with the divine part of yourself. Now, I, I have lived this. I have lived this. I burned my vision boards like five years ago because the things that I thought I wanted just never happened. A whole bunch of other things happened. You know, I've had a bunch of New York Times best-selling books. I've been was on the Oprah Winfrey show ten times. I was on Super Soul Sunday. I never put those in my vision board. That was never anything I was interested in. But my soul said, oh, no, 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 this is what you're going to do. So, so therefore, when you finally surrender to that all-knowing part of yourself, your spirit that is connected with the Creator, and you say, use me, just use me, and then you become grateful every day. Here's a good one. Every morning, I've just started to do this. You say to your ancestors, thank you for bringing me here right now. Because when you say, thank you, ancestors, you're actually talking to yourself. (laughs) The the part of you that's been through so many different lifetimes. Mm -hmm. And if you're here now and you're listening to this now, you signed up for the turning of the ages. This is the greatest show on earth This is when, this is the uh, Pluto return of the United States, by the way. So when the United States was founded, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, they were only talking about white men. So we need a little bit of an upgrade now, and this is what we're going through right now. So it's the last gasp of the old order, and there's no 
divine power fueling this anymore. In other words, patriarchy, the rule of the fathers, or the masculine squelching the feminine, is over. It's over. And so when you stop giving it your fear and your anger, then you're in touch with your power. Mm. You know, the thing that I really appreciate about what you just said was even that the it's it's like the divine will to support the patriarchy's just done now you know it's just done it's, it's, it's just over done. that's exactly right and and so what you please remember i think we all need to remember that you've all heard what we resist persists so when you're out there banging against something that you hate you're giving it power What's happening now, I, and I just watched the documentary Pray the Devil Back to Hell, mm. which is about the Nobel Peace Prize winner, whose name I cannot pronounce, from Liberia, who just decided she was tired of all these warlords and young boys going around with weapons, killing their children. So she's a Christian woman. She got all the Christian churches together with all the Muslim women and together they created this astounding group of women who said, we're not into any politics whatsoever. We just want peace. And they forced, uh, they forced these warlords and the, uh, and the head of the country. He left in exile, and now they have a woman president in Liberia. And this was about the most dangerous place on earth. So this is one woman, one woman. So they didn't push up against, and then once they had this accomplished, she said, and then we've had to forgive these uh, young men in our midst who raped and killed so many. We have had to learn how to forgive them. So that's what I see happening, where we're all bonding together with what works, Maine has, where I live, uh, one of the most uh, vigorous Maine organic farmers and growers community ever. And we have a very short growing season. But because of one man, Russ Libby, years ago, Russ went around to all the farmers, not just the organic farmers, all the farmers. And he brought everyone together to make better food. And now we have really a robust organic economy and an amazing farm-to-fork restaurant scene in the biggest city in our state. This is all from, it started with one man. Likewise, way back when I started obstetrics, we had one man, the chief of pediatrics, who went all over the state convincing people that the very best way, the very best incubator for a baby was the mother's body. And he managed to bring the perinatal mortality rate in Maine down to the lowest in the United States by having a transfer program of women who had premature babies. They'd be transferred into tertiary care centers so that the babies could be kept in as long as possible. And, uh, and then in the right setting, when they did deliver, usually what we find is just what Margaret Mead said, never doubt that a small group of committed individuals can change the world. Frankly, it's the only thing that ever has. But now, now see, this, this show is, 
everything connected. So suddenly, I feel more connected with women everywhere doing this work and also the feminine in men than I ever have. It's as though the current events have galvanized all of us to pay attention to what is working and take our energy and our minds off that which is not working. Mm. You know, I, I can't appreciate this message more, Dr. Northrup, because there, there are so many visionaries and change makers out there that are working to really point the direction into what's working, like, like bring our consciousness into the new ways of being and really looking to evolve consciousness in that way. And then here you are. So I'm going to I'm going to bring you back to this book and your life because what is so exciting to me is your message is so clear and fluid right now. So we're talking about health, right? We're talking about um, a divinely inspired life and, and really understanding how really look at Here's what I'm learning from you is is as you're looking at the world and all of this big picture stuff and how exciting it is to be on our planet and talking about astrology and ancestors and, and, and reincarnation, all these things, it's like being free to just explore this divine connection to all that is creates more health, more wholeness. We become whole beings when we're not denying the spiritual side of us, the divinity of who we really are. That's right. And for that to happen, we also have to recover from religious abuse, uh, being told you were born in sin, um, you know, you're, you're unworthy, uh, all of this kind of thing. Um, For me, the story of Eve has been at the absolute base of all women's health problems. And she shall bring forth her children in pain and suffering because of the sin of Eve. Now, Mm -hmm. if that is the creation myth that you've been brought up with, and you're a woman, in the words of uh, Ann Wilson Schaefer, the original sin of being born female is not redeemable by works. If you're a man, then being called a pussy or any of those things, that's the worst thing you can be told. So the feminine, the receiving, soft, receptive feminine has really been pushed down for 5,000 years. And now especially starting in the new millennium, which starts with a two, that's a partnership, we are seeing the rise of the feminine in men and women all over planet Earth. And what does that mean? It means understanding that the Earth herself is a sentient being. We, we talk about Mother Nature. We know that connecting with nature is incredibly good for our health. Gaia, the planet has an electromagnetic field, a very small electromagnetic field, and when you stand on her with bare feet, which, you know, we're kind of at the season, you and I, where we can't do that, but there's a lot of other people listening who can. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have snow on the ground now. But you actually can decrease cellular inflammation 
at 20 minutes of standing on the ground will decrease cellular inf- inflammation by 20% and also really help with jet lag. So just lying on the ground will help heal your body. The earth wants to heal us. Another way to do this, by the way, if you can't stand on the earth, is to put your hands around a tree, and that will ground you. We all need to be far more grounded in the planet, connecting with the planet, knowing that this planet has what it takes to heal us. And I just learned something else from Katie Hess, who wrote Flower Evolution, And that is that plants, when they know that you're going to consume them, will actually produce chemicals, phytochemicals, that will help your particular situation. So there's all kinds of things that the earth does to heal us once we're in touch with that. And that's very exciting to me. That is very exciting. So I, I so I'm going to bring in another element of that because you're bringing in the earth, which yes, we have really good earth medicine here, and then one of one of my um, one of my thoughts that mass consciousness needs right now too is is really that we have this divine universal intelligence pulsing through our our bodies, right? Through every cell of our being that knows how to heal our bodies. And if we can just get humanity right now with all this chaos in the world, if we can just relax into resonance and trust that intelligence can heal the collective, just like it heals our bodies, if we can really relax in and allow this rebalancing, reconnecting with the earth, reconnecting in community. What do you think about that? Can we just relax and allow this universal intelligence to do its job? Yeah, we actually can. There's interesting studies that were reported in the Journal of Conflict Resolution way back. And these were the studies. When one in a hundred people, so that's one percent of the population, was meditating, and in this case, the technique they used was TM, Transcendental Meditation. It really doesn't matter. But when one out of a hundred was meditating, they had a measurable decrease in accidents, terrorist attacks, acts of violence, all kinds of things. They've repeated this study many times. Now... The problem with this study reminds me of the old days in the hospital when uh, we started to have studies that someone like Larry Dossie did such a beautiful job compiling on the efficacy of prayer. And one of the most robust was a study done showing that when people were prayed for in the coronary intensive care unit, Uh, and they had a a controlled double-blind trial so that some people were prayed for, some were not. Nobody knew who was prayed for, who wasn't. The people who were prayed for got out of the hospital much sooner, uh, and uh, there was much much uh, less death and much less morbidity, in other words, and, and the results were so robust that they couldn't be denied. In the doctor's lounge... Someone had posted that on the bulletin board and written both across it with magic marker. So remember that the left hemisphere does this. It has a very hard time believing that this is possible. 
And what it wants is it wants a double-blind, double-deaf, double-mute, controlled prospective trial before it will believe anything. And I'm here to tell you, even when you have those studies, your beliefs win. It doesn't actually matter what the study shows because for every study, and trust me on this, for every study that shows one thing, you're going to have someone else who's done the study showing something else. You can almost find whatever you want in the medical literature or in any other literature. So it comes down to the fact, and Bruce Lipton has done a beautiful job with this in his book, The Biology of Belief, and also Dr. Mario Martinez in The Mind-Body Code, our beliefs are more powerful than our genes. And so we have all of these beliefs that I would like everyone to re-examine. We have cultural portals that uh, people need to be aware of. So for many, there's a cultural portal of turning 30. Oh, my God, if I've turned 30 and I haven't found the man of my dreams, it's too late for me. Or, you know, now, or if you're 35, somehow... The minute you turn from 34 to 35, your fertility plummets and you need to freeze your eggs. Not true. Uh, or if you turn 65, then you're no longer valuable because now you can be on Medicare and you should retire. That 65 uh, retirement age portal was started by um, Bismarck. No, who was it? Otto von Bismarck yeah, in Germany in 1880 to give the pensioners 18 months to have a little rest before they died. The average life expectancy was 18 months in 1880 for a 65-year-old. Now it's more than 24 years. So we have these belief systems that are kind of shared by our communities that I would like to turn on their heads, like what it means to be a 70-year-old, an 80-year-old, a 60-year-old, um, so much energy is taken up with dread about growing older because of what we believe is supposed to happen. People believe, oh, well, now that I'm 65, it's normal to be tired. It's normal to have arthritis. It's normal to have my eyesight go. It's normal to have my hearing go. None of that is inevitable, and much of it is driven by belief. So please, everybody, understand that it is your beliefs that influence how your genes get expressed. So it's a, be a very good thing to look for examples of things that defy what you believe is possible. So if you want to get married, look around at all the 60-year-old uh, people, 70-year-old, 80-year-old people who are getting married are finding the love of their lives, or all the people who are getting healthy and reversing their cancer and diabetes and all the rest of it, you are not going to find this in the mainstream media, which works to keep you enslaved. Yeah, and you're not going to find it in the mainstream medical, medical community as not well. Ever. No, not ever. It's very odd to me that... When someone comes in and they've healed something, I mean, here's an example. I go to, I wear contact lenses I have since I was 16. I go in there, and there are years when my eyesight improves. And the guy, my optometrist, can't believe it. So he confabulates things. 
oh, well, that shouldn't happen. Maybe it's a cataract. It's like, how could a cataract make your vision improve? <laughs> and it's just the weirdest thing when something flies in the face of what we believe is supposed to be happening. We can't see it. And what doctors ought to be doing when they see an anomaly, like somebody who has completely gone into remission, by the way, there are 2,000 cases in PubMed of spontaneous remission from terminal cancer, um, which is why the book Radical Remission was, was written to study those people. And when it happens, generally speaking, the doctor or the system doesn't know what to do with it, and therefore they just send the person home when if you're a true scientist, if you're really curious, those are the people you want to study. You want to say, man, what did you do? Because there's, you know, there's really almost no such thing as a, quote, spontaneous remission. Very uh, often the person had, for instance, what you had as a little kid, a near-death experience, the thing that Anita Morjani had, where she had terminal Hodgkin's with tumors the size of lemons all over her body, and she died. And uh, when she came back from her near-death experience, all the tumors just melted away. They told her that she would need skin grafts and all kinds of things, and nope, she never did. So we've, we are now entering into the age of miracles, but you need to align with that, it, it's kind of like from the old book, Jonathan Livingston Seagull, um, argue for your limitations, and sure enough, they're yours. But mm. open to miracles, you're going to start seeing them everywhere. Yes, and your book and your message is so inspiring about looking for those miracles and really shifting our consciousness to be more in alignment for that to be a part of our life every day. I love this new book. I am so excited for our listeners to pick that up, making Wonderful. life easy. Doc <laughs> yes, Dr. Northup, we just have a, a minute before we close here, but I know you have a release of really an important body of work in in January, you have an eight-hour online women's health course that puts all of your body to work, of work into um, this live recorded set, right, from Hay House. Is that correct? Yes, yes, yes. And we uh, recorded this live in the public television studio in San Diego before a live audience. It's but broken down into bite-sized pieces. It is the curriculum that I want every single woman on this planet to know about her body. Yeah. Mm, me too. I'm going to second that. I want every single woman on this planet to know it too. Thank you so much for your brilliance. And thank you for really this exciting new book that really is a whole new trajectory for your voice. I love it. Love it. Love thank it. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. I great. always enjoy having you here. Thank you so much. Listeners, thank you for tuning in. You've been listening to the Dr. Julie Show, All Things Connected. And Christiane Northrup, I'd like to thank you for being here with us. Remember, together, we are creating connections for the good of the whole. Until next time, I'm sending you a world of love. Bye for now. Bye.